Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. In episode 45, we discuss the new horror film, Midsummer. People seem to be divided about this one. Is the Cinema Swamp crew on the side of those thinking it's a horror classic? Or do we just find it to be an overrated, overlong mess? Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Domino's that's going into Hunter's Mouth. So it's actually worthless this time around because it's already gone. It's I'm a, worthless? It's, it, it's no. What? Now that you're eating the Domino's, you have worth. Oh, Domino's. Eat your worth. Wait, wait, what's the. <laughs> What is the Domino's uh, statement or tagline? Domino's, eat your worth. I like it. <laughs> Domino's, hire us. I like it. Uh, we're talking... We used to use it for Cinema Swamp, but Domino's didn't take it. <laughs> Cinema Swamp, eat your, your eat worth. Your worth. <laughs> EA Sports, eat your worth. Eat your worth. E-A-T. Your game just says E and never references Y. Wait, that's not, I don't think that's right. Welcome to the, we're talking about Midsummer though. Um, We saw, I don't know, when did, what time of night was it? It was like 10 Too late. Yeah, because I think it was like 1 in the morning when the movie was done. It was late. I had to work at 6 a.m. Did so you I got, make I got, it? I got three hours sleep. What time did you wake up the next day? Four, th- four forty. And what time did you go to bed? Because you had to get home for Tino. Wait, wait, are we talking that day? The night that we. I want to know exactly to I the minute. We got home at it was probably one fifteen. I just want to know how many hours of sleep you actually got. I woke up at four forty-five. Okay, but what time did you think you went to sleep? Probably one thirty-five. Okay. Around. That makes it difficult because I don't. That's like three hours and ten minutes. There you go. Yeah. Wow, trooper. God, there you go. It sucked. Nah. I slept till like ten. <laughs> wow. She just come. She just comes in with that after. You're like, yeah, you know what I did. <laughs> like the most perfect experience versus the worst. I'm just providing for, for our household. <laughs> I, I work it. to support this family. <laughs> I think it's especially funny because like Chloe liked it and you didn't like. <laughs> I think it. I think that might have added to it though, because it was always in the back of my mind. Like I got. I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I. I debated on even like just sleeping. Honestly, you should come with us on Sunday to see it again. Yeah, then you'll like it more. <laughs> and if you don't, Chloe will drag you to another screening until you like until it. Until I like it. It's going to be you like a clockwork orange thing. Until you like it. <laughs> well, wait, so, because when we were going at 1020, you were like, oh, I think I'm going to go to the 7 just alone. And I was like, yeah. Hunter would just not let you ditch. I was kind of thinking too, I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind a normal early. We could just go to that, you and me. You know, what? a little bro movie. <laughs> then Chloe would have went by herself. I, I suppose you guys could have went. Well, you could have went with. I was already planning on going. No, by see, myself. I knew that I could do that because I knew what would happen. Because if I would have went, then Hunter would have just came with me. Sydney so wasn't no, gonna ditch I his mean, ass. No, so would've, we wouldn't let Chloe alone. We can't came, do that. So if Chloe was going to the late one, me and Sydney probably still would have went to the late one. Huh? <laughs> point is, either way, point is, yeah. we're all friends. That's not a movie you want to see at ten twenty. That's all I'm saying. Because it was. Scary I didn't know how. Movie. I didn't even look up the runtime. How many how many horror movies do you know go on longer than an hour and a half? Not very many. Or even two hours. Yeah, and this many. one's like, and I'm not we, good. we are a two and a half hour movie. 
Whoa. <laughs> I will. You're sitting right next to me. Is The Shining, is that two hours or is that like two and a half hours? It's a long The oh, Shining is, it I think, longer. almost three. Side note, still need to go. Still need to see The Shining. Stanley Other Kubrick, side so. note, this movie had so many like shining vibes to it. Yeah. Like with the car, how it <laughs> You're was right, it was really shiny. <laughs> it was shiny. It's a dad joke, I'm sorry, keep going. Anyway. It was a joke, but you're, we'll go back to that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was really sparkly. Um, but with the car shot where it's like a really long panning shot with the car driving mm-hmm. and then them walking into the woods. And then I noticed um what's her name? Danny was sleeping with a blanket that had a pattern super similar to the shining carpet, which I thought was sick. Mm. Do you think that was uh, him doing little tributes here yes. and there? Yeah, probably. Uh, no, you were you were saying that the movie you were like, oh, shiny, and but I was like, actually though. Yeah, uh, I loved the I loved the co- like color palette. I like that it was just like how many horror movies are like just set in like super bright daylight, like it is. Kind of makes everything well, it, more freaky. It's kind of perfect though, because like, isn't it? Like super bright all day or something until midnight. Well, yeah. yeah so it's part of the story. Sweden is called the Kingdom of the Midnight Sun because there is a certain region in the north area that's within the Arctic Circle, so the sun doesn't set. Oh, so it's like Alaska. Yeah. What time is it? I, I love that part where he's just like, <laughs> "Why is it still daylight?" <laughs> Sky's blue. That's my, not right. My favorite character was uh, what's his face from Narnia. That's yeah, Will Poulter. Yeah. Um, really, I think he was my least favorite. <clears throat> he was the only one that I was like, "Well, I knew he was." As soon as like, yeah, that's the thing. As soon as you hear him talk, you're like, "Yeah, he's dead." Like it's just I don't know. Yeah, you kind of always dies first. Yeah. yeah, and then the black guy's up next, and that happens too, which actually kind of he did first. Me, huh? I think he uh, was. Uh, well, he was because well, black guy. The Will British Poulter black was still guy. Gone. The British yeah. black guy died first. So did Will Poulter? I was confused. Did he kill him? What was that? Well, he was still in his ripped off. Yeah, he had, oh, like, his was face it ripped, ripped off and then put back on? Yeah, on a different the, person. The guy who was oh. mad at him oh, for peeing on the he tree. Was, he was wearing his, his face. face. Okay. Yeah. That makes oh, sense. so Will Poulter was dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the black guy didn't die first. So it was well, the first. The British <laughs> black guy went missing first. Right. Yeah, that's true. Actually. And then was that the guy that was hanging in the chin yes. or was Connie his girlfriend? No, that was him. Okay. Because like, we so never he wasn't saw dead yet. There again. you go. See, so you didn't die. Well, okay, so technically, see, this movie's different. What I'm pretty from sure. Other. <laughs> what I'm pretty sure happened with Connie is, do you remember when we heard those like three screams? screams? I think it was all one scream that they heard simultaneously, just represented weird. I think that was Connie finding. Um, oh, I don't remember his name, and I just saw it today. Connie what? finding her what? fiance. In the chicken coop. Yeah, and then they killed her. Whoa, 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 you weren't supposed to see that because we got to kill you now, too. We'll, we'll get to that because I'm, I don't know. Like, I, okay, what do you guys think of, like, the pacing of this movie? Um, obviously, we kind of all have our, I, did we didn't, well, we kind of did a rundown, like Zach said. Slow. Yeah, Zach, you mostly didn't like the movie except for. Cinematography was amazing, but the pacing was, I don't know if it was because I was just sleep deprived or if I was just bored, I don't know. But it just felt like the scenes stretched so long. And, like, with nothing happening. Like, the people would stand at the table, and then well, two people would sit, and then they'd all sit. And but then they'd wait a little that's, bit. That's to, like, put you more in the situation, though. Because they're, they're putting you as, like, 
an impatient Westerner it in so that I think it that's was to show you to show the, the vibe of their culture. It wasn't yes. like yeah. suspenseful waiting. Was just but that's why it's like putting you there, and then when th- things do happen, it's not a shock because of suspense. It's a shock because you weren't ex- expecting. You were expecting boring. Then. Nothing really happens at the table. I never thought... There's a lot going on. It's just, like, subtle things that you notice here and there and there and here. Yeah, did you see how that one guy almost sat down but didn't... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, I actually... I mean, (laughs) like, no, because if you look, like, there's a lot going on in the background, even if there's not a lot going on at the table. Mm -hmm. Like, when they're on drugs, like, the whole, like, everything in the picture is being distorted. And that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, especially during the table scenes when there's nothing happening, you can just, like look in the background and the mountains are like pulsing oh, yeah. and like the food on the table is so it's not like just an empty shot like there's still stuff happening all over the place the camera the, the camera work the effects the practical effects the costume design it was all perfect just the story and the pacing was just not for me I didn't mind the pacing I was actually kind of surprised because I thought you know given that it was going to be so long I was like mm-hmm. okay here we go it's going to be one of those either I love it because, oh, it's just, like, Lawrence of Arabia, which even that I think is kind of overrated. Like, but, like, really yeah. nice long shots of beautiful landscape and, like, long takes and stuff. That's the thing. I like Lawrence of Arabia, too. But, but I mean, like, I, I, I kind of was surprised that I did like most of it. You know, I don't know if it is kind of a hit and miss kind of thing from what people are saying about it. Well, a lot of people aren't talking about that part. They're talking more about the second <laughs> half, which I I liked it for that because you know, especially when we get to the the cult, the commune. Um, for a while, a lot of that like standing around and waiting for things. You're just kind of like, man, when's it gonna happen? When those. But another thing is like, for instance, when those old people show up, they already kind of explained earlier, like, oh, what happens at seventy two? And he's like, <laughs> and like you know, did the whole neck slashing thing like it was a joke but then you mm-hmm. see the old people walk to the table and you're like oh I you know exactly what's well, gonna happen that's the thing that was like from the show Norseman like that's an actual Scandinavian mm-hmm. thing is they die at a certain age they kill them they jump off cliffs and so like <laughs> I knew exactly what was gonna happen except for the ones in Norseman <laughs> but like I was like wait no one else I thought this like more people knew about this in like Scand- some yeah. Scandinavian cultures obviously no one does that anymore yeah. so, but it didn't shock me that the cult was doing it I'm like do you, does everyone in this movie really think they're not going to jump? Well, some people... And it, it was kind of cool because, to a degree, like... Yeah, there was those people that were just like, no, I'm done with this. So those two people that came with that one guy. The, 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 the characters we didn't really get to know at all. The couple. Um, they were like, no, this is messed up, and they want to be done with it, like, right now, there and then. But the other people were kind of, like, freaked out. But it seemed like, you know, especially the one guy who actually did all the research into this... Seemed like he kind of had an idea of what they were going to be doing, and even mm-hmm. to a point, wasn't like extremely bothered mm-hmm. by it, just because they're like, "Well, this is our culture." It wasn't at a point yet where I think any of them thought, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be dead too." Like, mm-hmm. which kind of is the reason the movie bothered me by the end, because I did like all the buildup, and I like the I I actually dug the pacing, mm-hmm. um, and I like that halfway through the movie, you kind of get your first actual shock in the movie and you're just like oh that happened even though you 10 minutes in you're like oh I, I know exactly what they're gonna do with these characters they're gonna they're gonna kill them it's gonna happen but they mm-hmm. take it so slowly you're just waiting for it to happen mm-hmm. yeah. but I was kind of annoyed by the end that it just sort of did the oh yeah they tricked them into being here because they're sacrifices and I was like that's it and I guess it's not bad because 
if it would have been any other movie, I probably wouldn't have been bothered by it, but it was just that the build-up was so good. I thought, especially after seeing Hereditary, that they were going to do something so different with it, mm-hmm. and it was just sort of kind of what I'd seen before, mm-hmm. except for just the actual shocking moments, which, no, I've never seen a man stuffed into a bear costume. I guess I haven't seen that before. But that tusk. You know what? Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking instantly. Any of Ash vs. Evil did. I was like, that's annoying. They do this in Tusk, and everyone hates it, but then this guy does it, and it's like, oh, critical praise, it's art. Like, no, screw you. Like, what about Tusk? That It did the same thing. It's the exact it same. Better. Exactly. It was more terrifying. But we'll, we'll talk about Tusk someday. That's going to be our new oh, catchphrase. Do do that's going to be a catchphrase we on the show. Someday we're going to talk about Tusk. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> we did an episode on Tusk. No, we have Mm-mm. not. You sure? It's just because we talk about it. It's my last movie. Talk about about we should just cut all the all the things that we say about Tusk and just make it into one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tusk, man. T- but it'll just always be. We're going to talk about it someday. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. But. Uh. Hunter, you said you liked it but you're like I don't want to watch it again yeah so as like you guys know I always separate the the you know (laughs) what I think like the quality of the movie versus watchability of it yeah like I love Evil Dead 2 but it's not a five star movie excuse Um, me (laughs) <laughs> I think Midsummer is a five star movie in 100% in art in storytelling in cinematic achievement like I think it is a five out of five star movie but it is so unsettling <laughs> to watch and hard to watch because of just I'm so freaking squeamish that it's it is just it hurts to sit there and not run away <laughs> but I'm not saying that to makes it a great movie. I think it helps. But if, even if you take that out, I would 100% love the movie. It was, yeah, I don't really, see really good. I anyone even remembering this movie in 10 years. You don't? Um, I don't are know. you kidding me? I wouldn't go that far just because the stuff in this movie is still pretty shocking. This even though, like, director is making a name for themselves oh, yeah. very fast. Well, and so they're going to go I down as, like, huge, they're going to be, like, sure a, the John Carpenter. This will just be one of those lost movies that he did. Like, I don't think so. I think I this think will be, fact, like... The fact that it got a wide release is going to yeah. ensure that it's not forgotten in ten years. I think there's going to be people who, like, really... I think Hereditary is going to always be more... Like talked about just because I think it mm-hmm. in general is more focused on a theme, which mm-hmm. I think themes obviously always resonate with people more than just a story or mm-hmm. um, the art value of it. But this is gonna be one of those movies where there's there's gonna be like a huge crowd there. Like, yeah, this no, has this a solid a theme. movie. And then, I mean, there's already people who are like that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Chloe is better than Hereditary. I'm sure, I'm sure I it's think gonna be a cult much okay. better. Production quality. And I'm sure there's going to be a cult following for this movie. It's very. I don't think it's going to be. I I feel like more people would rather see Hereditary. Hereditary can be more watched, and you can almost like think the fact that these movies were made pretty much back to back, Mm -hmm. like very, very, very. You can tell that this movie. I I feel like he wanted to do this one more, just based on the fact that they go all out, and it's almost like. Yeah, but they gotta make Hereditary, which is more... Not even that A24 is a studio mandate studio, but, like, kind of gotta make something people are gonna like in general, something yeah. that'll make some money. I and was gonna say, Hereditary is a lot more, like, 
palatable. It's a lot more consumer-friendly than Midsommar. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like he was trying to make a name for himself with Hereditary so he could get people in the theater to see Midsommar. And this one is more just like every single like crazy idea you have for just gross out, mm-hmm. like terrifying, shocking stuff yeah. thrown into one movie. I would compare it to Jordan Peele. Like, like Hereditary was his get out, you know? He got people in the theater for it, and then so he could make mm-hmm. his passion project, which was Midsummer or Us. Mm-hmm. You know, very different movies. But the, the way that he did one to get the other out there, I don't know what to expect as a third movie now. Mm-hmm. I think my one... The one part, looking back, that I was not a fan of... I love the pacing of it, except for the scene when they first get there in the car and then they decide to like get high for like a half hour mm-hmm. and then they just all of a sudden walk to the camp from there and like I understand like you know that's the first time you start to see the you know those digital effects of like what it's you know like for them to you know be tripping whatever <laughs> and uh but like it was so slow and like the it was just like a scene for her to be for her, her anxiety to rise and that was it, really, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there was a bunch of, like, comedic relief, and that's it. And so I thought, like, if they would have taken that half hour out, the pay- like, that it would have been, you know, that two hours. That, that beginning of the movie was, like, one of the most, like, <laughs> gut-wrenching and amazing intros to a movie I've seen in a that, long time. The sister? That, even, even the stuff right after the sister, like, when she's, like, processing it and, like, she's in the boyfriend's flat with the other roommates and stuff and they're all talking about you know the trip and whatever like I loved all that like that intro because then once you get to Midsummer, you know uh, Sweden like and you're watching it from their fast paced perspective you know like they have their version of slow pace which is sitting around their lap in their apartment on laptops but then they get to this place and it's all people doing weird like hugging and weird staring at each other and you know like I don't know it made it it put me into there a little easier it was just that little half hour where they like were hanging out meeting other people like I feel like they could have taken that out and then had them all meet people at the actual Mm -hmm. camp you know it would have taken a half hour off the movie and it would have been fine yeah that definitely could have been short yeah I liked that like I don't know it kind of showed a little bit more character of her anxiety which I thought was cool so it's not like her anxiety was just this thing that's thrown in there like it's actually kind of fleshed out and you kind of get mm-hmm. to see it but I just love everything so what do we think about the end like is she is she just like she's kind of stockholmed into this yeah cult now? oh yeah um, you know well what? Pele was building up the whole time how she needs somewhere to feel like home. She needs a family, a real family, like this place. This place is my real family. Mm-hmm. And, like, even there was, I don't remember her name, but she was a brunette girl with her hair in braids, and she was the one who was, like, encouraging her to do all this stuff, like, mm-hmm. cook with the women and stuff like this. And she's like, we're family now. Like, we're sisters. And she said that right after Danny was crowned um, May Queen. Mm-hmm. So like she totally is stockholmed into mm-hmm. this like, but she feels like it's a family, and that's what she needs right now. Mm-hmm. Well, when he, what was that guy's name? The Swedish friend, Pele. Pele. Every time he kept saying like, when my parents died, like, 
they cried with me, they wailed with me. Mm-hmm. That's like, it wasn't just like a come around you, pat you on the back, yeah. you hang out yeah. my house when you're like crying. It's like we'll all get on the ground and yeah. cry with you, like even she, to the sex scene when yeah, they're when she caught Christian all, cheating on her. All the girls yeah. were screaming and just yeah. like feeling that pain like with all her. the emotions like <laughs> yeah. are felt at the same time. Like when everyone's like crying because of the the old man that like biffed his own death. Like yeah, and everyone's like everyone's wailing then. Yeah, because or like he when was. When people are burning in the temple at the end. Yep, everyone's yep. wailing because of it, and like. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> I I thought it was like kind of a good contrast. I thought that's why. Well, the drug scene earlier I liked for one just being different from every other drug scene I've ever seen because every time it's always like goofy colors and we're going on the magic on the magic carpet right you know just it's always that and this movie was like I felt like oh yeah that's probably what it's more like is like this (laughs) but um when she has her little freak out there like one of the biggest things in this movie is that her boyfriend's like a piece of shit and not even like in the traditional sense like this is actually way more like yeah, that's most toxic relationships are probably more like this, where, and it's not even just like his fault. They are both just so, like, in this at this point, and especially after the parents die, he's like, yeah, I can't just leave her now, and mm-hmm. she's not going anywhere either. Um, well, the way that she's like, oh no, it's okay, it's my fault. The way like she's not understanding either of her own emotions. Yeah, and she's like quick to assume, like, in, in order to avoid an argument or to avoid like an issue like she'll take the fall for it yeah like when they first get to like meet the other people and they're taking mushrooms Mm -hmm. and she was like oh i'm not ready and then a couple minutes later she's like no it's fine she says it'll be more complicated if i don't so like Mm kind of just like it's easier if i just go along with it even if i don't want to Mm -hmm. which i think is like the theme of their relationship yeah and i uh so when she's like having again a freak out at the end of the movie like that time around she actually does have like people there for her even though it's supposed to be almost kind of like it's almost kind of funny how they're all just like freaking out with her but it's like she actually feels like they're there for her unlike before when like i know they were both on drugs but still that boyfriend a lot of the time is just nowhere to be found and it's like he doesn't even try sometimes like when she's like i'm gonna be may queen and he, she's like can christian come with me and they're like no he doesn't even like stand up and be like oh i will it's like because he's way more thinking about like which i'm sure what he's supposed to be having this he's like a giant ass erection going on like because well really i think it's because he got love potioned well, that too, so but I, I mean, like, his whole, okay. like... But he didn't have to take that, and he totally looked at that girl and was like, you know what, screw it, because I kind of thought about that too yeah, for a second. Yeah, but ate the meat power of pubes first. But my, my point is, like, at first, I kind of <laughs> thought, no, like, he kind of was drugged, so was it really his fault? He was sort of drugged, but then I was like, but no, he was fully aware of what he was taking yeah. and yeah. what he was doing, yeah, because... Yeah, because they even said, like, yeah, it makes you super susceptible. And... Yeah, it opens you to, um... I don't remember exactly what she said, but... Oh, the influence. It opens you to the influence. And he, like... And he was like, no, never mind. And then she didn't take it, and he sat there, looked at it, looked at Maya, looked back at it, and then drank it. And he... You could see on his face that he knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And, like, when she... Because, I don't know, everyone... I've already read some people online who are like... Oh, when, you know, her boyfriend's burning inside that hut, she's just gone crazy at that point. I'm like, I don't really think that's what it is. Because at first she is kind of like, 
really because she feels terrible what she, about what she did. She is like screaming and crying, and it's like honestly though she didn't really have a choice because it was either she kills her boyfriend or she kills just like this random guy she doesn't really know. And I could kind of see why she'd think that'd be unfair too. But also, like, I guess part of it might be craziness. But the fact is, when she's, like, super happy towards the end, like, that final shot is, like, her, like, happy. It's mm-hmm. because they're finally just, like, free of one another. Because they're, like, finally, we're out of this well, relationship. Yeah, it's, it's done. Like, I don't have to be around you, and you don't have to be around me anymore. Because it's just a train wreck. Yeah, because if he if she decided to spare him instead, she would have to go home. And not I don't be think happy. they would let her go home after all that crap they went through. I think they would both be Stockholm there. I don't know. There'd probably be some sort of ritual killing if she decided to leave. I'll say that yeah. it doesn't like because the theme seems to be about toxic relationships, but I'll say that it doesn't really seem to have a concrete idea about it either. And just because I, even towards the end, I was like, well, one of the things I read about, and it kind of started making everything else make sense, was when he made the movie, he wrote it right after a breakup. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, honestly, that kind of starts to make sense, because this does definitely come from the perspective of a dude who went through a breakup. Because I could see why some people read into that ending, like, yeah, she went crazy, and I'm like... And I'm like, it kind of makes me think, well, you know, you could argue it one way where it's like, oh, no, it's because she's been treated like trash and she's finally free of him. But you could also read it like, oh, did he, he didn't deserve that. And, like, even though, like, he made some mistakes, uh, cheating doesn't mean you should die. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, I could see, like, I could see that this movie could have maybe been more focused had it not been written by a guy who just went through a breakup. Like, I don't know. Because... Everything's almost there, but I just don't know what like the what they're aiming for at the end. I don't know. I think for me it made like perfect sense. Like for her to like she didn't like command him to go to die or anything. She just like let it happen. She had the option to say no, but she let it happen. And I mean and I really it's because like she like basically watched him like 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 drink that thing to be you know susceptible to to the love potion and whatever and then not only that like to actually find out that it happened happened after everything she went through with her parents and like i don't know like it, it makes it just it for, it's almost like i mean they've been living with a cult for a week like mm-hmm. to me it just makes sense that like it would get all that crazy i don't know it, yeah. it's it doesn't it didn't shock me, but also didn't feel like like I didn't predict it or anything. You know, as soon as I started talking about May Queens, I'm like, okay, she's gonna be the May Queen. But it wasn't like, oh, she's gonna be the May Queen. It was just like, oh, okay, I get the foreshadowing. But... I mean, it was in the poster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I didn't. Let me, let me ask you something. Uh, do you think that it's actually every 90 years? Or do you think it's, like, more than that? Like, every year or something? It has to be... Because I was kind of... I was trying to figure that part of it out, but the only part that I thought was burning down that building and killing all those people, it has to be that part is 90 years. Because... I because Just because... I don't know why they would say that otherwise. Except 
the only thing that makes me change my mind is one, they say they need to have children from outside people, so obviously they still have to bring them in, and two, they still kill off the people every year. So those parts always have yeah, to happen because, every year. Yeah, the old. But people, does that mean they're bringing people in? And then not killing those ones, but then every 90 years they kill people. Plus, I don't believe that a culture could sustain that kind of crazy cult if it were to only happen every 90 years. Because after 90 years, I'm sorry, but some people well, would just get to normalize unless it happens well, every what year. what if they have that susceptible tea stuff? So maybe I, some maybe of those people were regular have... people and they just kind of converted them. What do you think? Okay. Close. So, I, I do have theories. <clears throat> so... When we are first shown, and every time we see that pyramid building, there are blue tarps on either side. Mm -hmm. I noticed there were eight separate plots, on or four on each side, so eight total separate plots covered by blue tarps. And what I was thinking were those are the spaces where previous, um, pre or pre previous temples were burned down. And if it really is every 90 years, that's 810 years, like, total. So there's no way that they would need tarps covering those spots, and there's no way, like, the landscape would be the same, anything like that. So I definitely don't think it's every 90 years. I also don't think it's yearly. I think it could be every couple years. And then another part is when those old people are at the top of the cliff and when they're cutting their hands and wiping it on the boulders, if you look at the hill behind them, there's, like, hundreds of those stones. So that's well, definitely not... that part could happen every year. Yeah, every year. I think the burning of the, the building... would and have the, to if everyone yeah. turns it, a year older. Yeah. I feel like the sacrifice has to happen more, like, every couple years or every five years or something I just like thought that. they they always have to bring people in because, well, every once in a while they have to do inbreeding, even though that kind of was like, okay, they do inbreeding, but then they said they don't. But I guess it's just for the one person who makes, like, their book, I guess. But my only thing was... They have baby. They have one baby there. We didn't see another one, but I'm like, I'm assuming there has to be like more. Uh, like, but I was thinking there must be like two every year to replace probably two who die because I'm sure they're getting pretty good at this point. Well, yeah, because there was that baby that was born, and then another lady was pregnant. So those were the two. Okay, because then like um, Christian gets one girl pregnant, and then I'm assuming Will Poulter got that girl that walked off with mm -hmm. him pregnant, and then they killed her. And also, I mean, if I just want to add this part. A very white community, I'm just going to say, they obviously don't want any, like, you know, anyone of color in this group, because the uh, other two, the couple, they go pretty quick, and they don't even try to do any, like, seduction with them, and then I know the black guy kind of had it coming by going inside that room, which was absolutely stupid of him, for starters, but the point is, I guess he didn't know he was going to die, but... They killed him off pretty quick, too. So I was, like, thinking, okay, this must be a, a, a bit of a racist culture, too. Not to the point where, oh, you know, well, I, well, so they invite them to kill them, so. We're not too racist for you to be a sacrifice, but you're not going to be the father of our children. Because it was a white community. And, you know, if they bring people in, they've obviously never tried to go, like, outside of that. <laughs> so I, I kind of, and, you know, another thing I really, I thought was the most interesting part of the movie which I kind of wish this was the whole movie, that other guy who was the brother of Paley, is that what his mm -hmm. name was? So he comes in, and he does die at the end. That's him who dies, who decides to sacrifice himself inside this building because there needs to be two sacrifices from the community. Volunteer, volunteer sacrifices. He's one of them. He brings in someone who... He at first is saying, oh yeah, well we were dating before he uh, she met him. And she's like, we weren't dating, we went one day. And he's like... 
Oh, well, what I meant was that we were like friends. And I was like, okay, this dude obviously thought that relationship was so much different. And then he invites her and his fiance. They both end up dead and not in a like, uh, oh, we're using one of you for like babies or, you know, this or that. No, like they, they kill them. Like they're, we're getting rid of you quick. And then he kills himself. And I'm like, wow. So this guy used his culture to um, kill off the people who like ruined his relationship with this woman. Kill the woman who he was in a relationship, I guess, uh, with. And then kill himself because he's like, I can't live in this world anymore unless I have her. If she can't have, uh, if I can't have her, no one can. I don't and think that. he weaponized his culture, and I no, think that's awesome. I, I, I think he did that. Do should that. be I, the movie. Like that is so interesting no. that he's like, I'm doing it for my culture, but he's so obviously not. He's like, I want to kill her oh, yeah. and I, him. I definitely <laughs> believe that. Oh yeah, they went on one date, it didn't work out, so he. And he's just awkward about it. Well then, so he invites them to this thing that he knows. He knows they're gonna die. Yeah. So I just thought that that was way more interesting. (laughs) Like, cause like I don't know. I'm like to me, I'm like it's supposed to be like, oh, you know, we're so pure in spirit and we're randomizing it. But also, Paley obviously has the hots for uh, the May Queen. Like, that was like also his plan was like we're gonna make sure she becomes a May Queen because I'm gonna like hit her up after. Which I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, I think that part of it's really interesting because they you know they try to make this culture seem so pure and like randomized. And we're like, no, we just have to do this because we have to. But also, uh, I don't know. Because like her, it wasn't like she was a random girl. Like she was like, I feel like by him specifically picked out because of her loss. That's true. And no one would be like, looking for her either. And that's why he's saying, like, no, like, like my culture came behind me and that's what they will do for you. But like, it wasn't, like, so much that he knew that he could get with her. It was more of, like, he knew that she was vulnerable. But he was also trying to get with accepting her. a family like that. Maybe he kissed her. That was, like, He was, come on. Him. Like, he was on that bed he with her. her hand, but, like... He knows what he was but doing. But still, it seemed like it was more of, like, a... He drew two pictures of it. It wasn't... It didn't feel flirty. It felt, like... Like, that didn't feel flirty. Really? He was trying to tap that so hard. Oh, yeah. Like, that is his plan. They are now together at the cult, preparing their next sacrifice. There's lots of babies, so there's no inbreeding. They are happily together. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, because I just think that, I mean, because that is kind of true. I'm like, people do do that with their culture and religion they're saying no it's for the pure form but it's really not like sometimes it's, it's for personal gain at times and mm-hmm. I think with those two characters especially especially that brother because I'm just like man he like knew they were going to die and then he was like I'm going to kill myself too because I can't I can't live without her but she won't be I don't think that's me. why he killed himself I think he just did but why would you do it then because someone has to yeah but someone has to but why would and you can't I mean, there has to be a reason if you grew up your whole life like with people telling you that it's yeah. an honor to you're, die. You're this growing way, up, of and like, you're gonna do it. Cause yeah, like, but he felt one guy way too up for what it. Was, what know. was what was what's his face? The the what was the friend's name again? Which one? The the, the Swedish friend of the main group of friends, Pele. He went like he he left there, went to like college in America of all places, and still chose to go back. Like that's some <laughs> serious brainwashing to not just like leaving. He didn't like leave to party it up. He left. Knowing he would go back someday, and he did bring sacrifices. That's another huge commitment to do, and so that's why it's less of like I'm doing this all so I can get with her. It's like I'm doing this because this is what I believe in wholeheartedly. My whole everyone like I fully believe that his brother believed that. I don't think like you know uh, I don't think that he was like sad because like that would be lame and it would be bad storytelling. 
And I think the director's beyond that. Yeah. What that he killed himself because he wanted to be with that. I'm not saying that like I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is that it seems like that's what's kind of going on because like why the fact I don't know, I just think it's interesting. I don't, know if, I don't know if it could have worked to be an entire movie, but I'm saying is that I kind of was more interested in that than what they ended up doing with the toxic relationship part of it. Because at that, when they sh- show them and they're on that island and he's kind of being like, obviously not too focused on her, just more focused on himself, I was like, okay, well, we're going to get to the end where he's going to die. Like, it's pretty obvious. They're not going to fix things suddenly. They're not going to do that in this movie. Mm-hmm. But then he had this other storyline where he, when that little conversation happened, I was like, and then you see who dies at the end and what happens. You're like, that is messed up. Like, I feel like he did that all on purpose. But I'm going to mention the bear. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that because I just want to mention too quick. The um, the stuff that they give to the honorable sacrifices that supposedly makes the pain go away. No. And it that no. guy... So, like, what I'm thinking is not that they're purposely doing it, but obviously they wouldn't know if it works or not. So, like, is that right. the thing? Like, they've been doing no, it yeah. for years and they're yeah, just yeah, like, that. oh, that doesn't actually work. No, yeah, they, they just tell them that so they'll do it but the thing is if they do that every couple years everyone would know because everyone could hear him yelling well they are all yelling too yeah so they're all wailing maybe you couldn't hear him that's why they're yelling those because they're feeling their pain with them. that's the familial thing yeah that's what's going on you think so oh, yeah well, yeah were you there <laughs> I, I, the movie. You, well, well i don't know who was start who started yelling first was it him inside yeah, or that was guy it? the other guy you never the camera never no, showed but i'm the saying are yelling, the, were the people outside yelling first or were they yelling in there from the from the perspective he started yelling and then it flashed outside and then everyone else started yelling what if better yet because they never do cut to that other guy and i was just sitting on the whole thing like Oh, he wanted to kill his former uh, so-called girlfriend and her fiance, and then himself. But what if he like actually, as the buildings are burning down, he like escaped through the back, and the other guy like knew this, and that's why he was screaming. And that guy, that was that guy's plan all along. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill the person I should have been with, her fiance, and then I'm, I'm gonna go running away, and then they're gonna all think I was an honorable sacrifice. You know what I was kind of hoping this movie would do is I thought it was gonna get to the end. And then, like, they wouldn't have succeeded with the sacrifices. And then it was going to have, like, a moment where they're like, oh, my God, like, we're still fine. So we didn't do the sacrifices, but that, you know, our, 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 you know, God or whatever isn't real. But then, like, then, like, actual crap starts going down there. And then they're, like, getting attacked. And they're like, oh, no, wait, it is real. Like, because you actually do have to do the sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny that, like, they have a weird missionary outreach college kids that just go and <laughs> grab sacrifices. Hello, nice to meet you. Would you like to come to my community? It's like, uh, sure. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the bear. Oh, is no one going to mention the bear? That's what they say in the yeah, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. No one going to mention the bear? They bring it up at and the end. They never brought it up until the end. Well, it was in the pictures. That's after like after the, they the showed the bear, was kind of really? spoiled with the it whole movie. It was in the beginning of the movie. Oh, there was a picture in of the bear. Danny's room when oh. she's laying on the bed. There's that oh. big picture with a little girl wearing a crown, petting a bear. Oh, okay. That's what I really like about this director, and I already knew that was kind of like his background. Is he hides stuff in like almost not every scene in Hereditary? Most. He hides a lot more. Mm-hmm. But in Midsummer, there's hidden stuff all over. the place like the very first thing you see when the movie starts is that like spring summer fall winter like mural mm-hmm. in the spring part there's three people attached to each other by like it looks like they're hoses so it literally shows the family dying 
and then the friends or like everybody going to this midsummer festival and then like people burning at the end mm-hmm. so it like tells the whole movie in that little hmm. picture at the beginning what's the festival supposed to be done for then is it just to um yeah <laughs> it's the summer it? solstice so finding to... a may queen and like all that it's like a bunch it... of pagan like traditions stuck together so yeah like yeah. the may queen the blessing the crops all that so... you said you saw it twice did they say that this festival happens every 90 years? Or did they say, like... Because I was under the impression that there was a festival every year, but that there was only specific rituals or things done at the festival that happened every 90 years. So I don't know what in particular, if it's... Maybe it's the temple itself is every 90 years. Yeah. But, like, they still do other sacrifices and crap. Like, every year people jump off cliffs, and every year people have weird yeah. visual sex together I... and, like... I was watching for that this time, and it never really specifies. Like, there is... I think they only say it once in the movie that it happens every 90 years. Mm -hmm. But they don't say what. They say just, like, a midsummer celebration happens Mm -hmm. every 90 years. And then later on, Pele says that this nine-day feast is, like, a -a once-in-a-lifetime celebration. So, like, I don't know if the nine-day feast is every 90 years. Mm -hmm. It's not super clear, but I think... Everything happens more often than every 90 Mm -hmm. years, you know? Do you think that it's, like, that's on purpose then? Like, it's it's not only the writing wanting to be unspecific, but, like, that's the actual, the cult that wants to be unspecific to lure people there to be like, this is once in a lifetime. It's every 90 years, and you're like, oh, no way, I have to watch this. But realistically, yeah, it's, like, part of the draw, part Mm -hmm. of the... Stay with us. I, I was gonna bring that up, but I forgot. But yeah, because they showed the the other the past May Queen, and she's old, but not ninety years old. Yeah, well, and let like, alone in the like pictures, there's like I looked at, at the wall. You only there's see photographs. The there's color photographs. Yeah, too. so there's no way it could be ninety years. Yeah. So why? Where does the ninety years thing come from? I don't That's like, why I think it's just about. like I think it's just. Yeah, a, we'll there's say a lot it. of pictures of girls on the. A lot. It's it's, every year. It has to be. Purely just to add to the like wow factor of this, so people are more like, "Whoa!" Like this might be crazy, but Mm -hmm. it's once in a lifetime, so I have to watch. Yeah, I'd be more willing to bet the whole temple thing, because like you said, that there's the other tarps, Mm -hmm. but that was the only one that was centered in the middle. Yeah. So it's like every time they like did they plan it out? We're like, all right, we're gonna do three on the side two on the side, and then one in the center in there 2019. Might one behi- so there might have been ten plots total. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if there was one, like, behind the temple, but for sure there were those four on each side, and then the one in the center. So, like, maybe they went up the rows and, like, are now going back down? I don't mm-hmm. know. I just, I don't know, because, like, part of me was kind of hoping they weren't, like, lying as much as they now apparently seems like they were, but also, like, some of the vengeful killing that they kind of do, because obviously that one guy wanted to get back at Will Poulter for pissing on the elder tree or whatever the but tree that didn't even do anything like the whole movie yeah well like, what was the point of the tree it was the no that i you would have peed on it zach would have peed on the tree most of that stuff I like i would pooped on the tree i really like all the like <laughs> the culture stuff they have in this movie because it's like it seems like a real place at times but well and like so much of it is actually based in fact too which mm-hmm. i think is amazing it's not many movies that you see. Most Scandinavian type stuff, it's always winter. Mm-hmm. It's always Viking, which this is clearly like Nordic Viking, but it's cool. no one ever shows summer Sweden. Yeah. I thought that was cool for to f- 
to put a horror movie mm-hmm. in like this like uh, a modern Nordic people's mm-hmm. set setting like was so cool yeah. to and see. Using the like summer solstice sun to like mm-hmm. disorient even the viewer a little bit. Yeah. Because it's always light in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think that was cool. Except for when they're in America and it's always like drab and yeah. dreary yeah. and that's when you see like that's you don't when want it is snowy. Yeah. It's it's like her family. Mm-hmm. But there is dark there are some dark moments. There is the, like, the, like, the when, like when the guy go the guy goes to get pictures of the book it's mm-hmm. like a a little bit, yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, as a Minnesotan, I don't, I can't say school the same way anymore after watching this movie. School. It's like, ugh. <laughs> oh, and then another cool tie back to the Vikings. I totally forgot about this. Not the football team. Um. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you see how like, Daniel like, Thomas is doing? <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but, ha, ah, what is the Connie's boyfriend's name? I don't remember. His Chad name. Johnson. Sure. Um. <laughs> So he is he is all strung up in that shed mm-hmm. and the way that he is um like positioned is actually an ancient viking torture method like actually documented that vikings used to mm. do this to people that they wanted to torture and i think it's called the blood eagle how is that like how that. is that even like possible? heard of blood eagle but i didn't know it was a torture method i have cuz like was that his lungs pulled out of his yeah. bag how, that's, and he's like still alive. Yeah, right? he's still yeah. How do you get him out of your back? There's like ribs in the back. You have to Break them. Rib, ribs. Yeah. But how do you not crazy. like bleed to death? Um, well, yeah. I'm sure at, over time they got really precise at it, hmm. and like it's meant to torture a victim over like I think three days, not super long. He looked like an angle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an angel. <laughs> um, I, I don't it was know. cute. It was like it was, <laughs> it was like so many like just so weird cultural things added to it that may or may not be real. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, I liked all that part about it. I just I don't know. I didn't like how towards the end it was like, oh, this is just traditional. Mm-hmm. They're just killing all the people from America, like type of thing. Like all the people who are visiting, which it's I don't know. I feel like I've seen that before, but I probably was expecting too much because in terms of everything else, it's like, no, it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. And for them doing that, it's not bad. And if any other movie were to do this and cut out the beginning, like, literally, if we would have started where they, like, show up at the commune, if they would have started there, you could realistically start the movie there, almost, in a way. You wouldn't, I, know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know the parents died, but I, honestly... Do they bring that up even that much? Besides yeah. some of the oh, flashbacks God. and That's the fact that very, it's, I think it's but here's the thing: the I don't yeah, think you need it to a I point. I think it's crucial think to it understand why crucial. she's okay with going along with what the communist. Because she doesn't have any other family. That's like her I thing. Is like maybe okay, but okay, but think of this though. Family. Think of this: like, what if they were to just? What if she were to just do a quick flashback? Mm-hmm. During the movie, that what like see the part where they're like walking in yeah. for the first time when they're walking out of the woods and they're at the commune. Say it starts there, and say they just at least have one quick flashback that shows that her parents got killed by the yeah. sister. I can I can easily side. see just them going to the commune and then flashbacks of like the hose, like following the hose to the sister and then to the parents. Yeah, and, and I'm not, and I'm, the, 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 what I'm saying is shock and the visceral yeah. repulsion you get having it at the very beginning is mm-hmm. so. That is like I mean, the core the of it. Though, because if it started at the I'm saying is I think 
her with the toxic relationship with the boyfriend would still be enough in the second half of the movie when they walked in to the commune. And if you just would have quickly added that scene in there. I'm, I'm not saying that would make the movie better because I even like the stuff in the beginning half more than the second half. I do. I'm saying, though, you probably could do that, cut out a whole hour out of this movie, and then, to me, it would still kind of be just as good as I think it is, because at that point, I, my expectations wouldn't have been so high from the beginning, because it would just be like, oh, it's just, they're going to a commune, and then what do you know, it's all bad. I just, I, it'd be a really interesting editing experiment that sounds so easy, I might actually do it when the movie comes out now. Like, I might actually do it just to see what people think. I want to see the Justin Cut. Because, and I'm not even saying I agree with it, because I don't. I like this stuff in the beginning more. I really do. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, I feel like you could edit that, and then you could put it on Netflix and be like, hey, there's kind of this typical run-of-the-mill horror movie, but it's real creepy, so check it out. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could have still watched it, and it almost a lot of people would get the same effect out of it without all that extra stuff at the beginning. But I I'm just—I I, I almost, I, I almost, I almost want to like see. It. I almost want to try this now because it, it sounds like an easy thing to do too. Because all you got to do really is cut the beginning out and then add that scene in the. Because you even then like a lot of foreshadowing still there even, like a lot of that happens at the commune. There's some scenes like you said the bear picture is earlier in the movie and mm-hmm. the scene at the very well but you can still add the opening credits just to I want to do this now I'm like you could just make this movie shorter like I I, I, I it could be done I'm gonna try it but I don't just, think it would be just have the flashback happen like when she takes the shrooms like well, I didn't even think of that because that part would be out of it too if you you could add that part be, see I, I could, think if you try to cut like all once that they out, get to Sweden like, I don't know I like it how it is. I like you it get too. that visceral oh, yeah. reaction at the beginning, and then you get some really slow, but I think really methodical and well thought through build up to the comedy. I almost wonder if that like because if I had a second viewing, which that's watch it again. that's the problem. Like watch I don't I don't want to watch it again just because I can I can handle gross out and I can handle mm-hmm. shock, but this honestly did really push it at times, and. It, especially by the end there was just something very it made me kind of sick to my stomach the whole like all these bodies are just like scarecrows now and just like throwing them around and like him mm-hmm. in a bear suit and not being able to move or talk like I just it did make me sick to the point where I was like I don't know if I could watch this again and even not even that but like the pube the pube pie and the, the fact that is this supposed to be blood inside the cup yep his okay. drink was darker so, because so and that, that shows that on that map yeah and that's what i thought yeah but what so is that i just now i'm asking about the female body and i just don't know if i'm getting things wrong i'll ask about it later because i'm like i think i'm getting I'm things wrong. just well just because i mean i i i think i get it but also i'm kind of questioning it things expert, I can help you. I, I, i'll ask after just because i'm i think i'm getting my anatomy wrong right okay. now but <laughs> um what is it justin what <laughs> I, I'll get to it later. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it. But um, I. I wonder though if you. I, I do want to see an edit of this now, just to see what happens. I want to see the director's cut. Is there a longer cut of it? It's. I don't remember if it was just three and a half hours or three hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, you did they, say there were scenes cut out. They didn't cut you? it down from almost four hours to just over two. Mm. Do you think they'll ever do it? Because I've thought I, about that for well, a lot of movies. Because I've heard a lot of it. Like, people who went through and read the script, they said a lot of relationship building with Danny and Pele was cut out, which I think would be super interesting to see. I think that would make it better. 
I think so too. I wish we could have seen some of that. So if they ever release a director's cut, you best believe. It's just crazy how many like like a lot of the movies start out as like four hours. Like apparently like like there's a cut out there of Ferris Bueller that's apparently four hours, and I'm like I want to see that cut, but like. And same with, like, a bunch of Stanley Kubrick movies, but he always threw the footage away, so we would never see them. Honestly... We should do an episode on that, movie, longer movies, or, yeah. like, movies we want to see that I don't exist. love long movies, and I wish we could just see a movie in its entirety, even if it's, like, four hours, five hours. I'd spend a day and watch it. I don't I bet care. We'll get there. I would rather see movies in theaters that are longer, just because I feel like it's easier to pay attention in general, just because there's not, like, not even, like, phones or anything, but I'm saying, like, literally when I'm in this, like, house, I'll, like, look at my Back to the Future poster, and I'll just stare at it, and I'm like, wait, I'm not watching the movie. Yeah. But in the theater, you don't get that, so I'd much rather watch a longer movie in theaters in yeah. general. That's why maybe this didn't feel that long, or, like, I've seen Endgame five times, and it never feels long. I, well, that's Midsummer <laughs> didn't feel, it felt like an hour and a half to oh, me. Oh, yeah, felt especially so the second time watching yeah, it, it went so quick. Well, you were tired. You That's the thing. So it's like if you did cut it, it still probably would feel just as long. But maybe even... But what I'm saying is that, like, it, just because the ending was so run-of-the-mill horror movie, to me, it felt that way. I kind of wonder if you just cut it to that part, if it if people would like it more. I, I wonder, because I, I, it seems like people are kind of having a hard time with this one. You could, well, you could start it on the plane, on the way there. And you could have her like, small glimpses of flashback to her family, and then do a longer flashback when she's on drugs. Mm-hmm. And that would give enough backstory. It wouldn't be be- It wouldn't be good. Like, it wouldn't be as good as... It's the stuff stuff. after her... After... Like, right before and after her family died that's, like, really important, though, because it shows not so much her detachment from yeah. people, it shows everyone else's detachment mm-hmm. from her. But you can, you can show, like, the... Her wailing on the couch and her boyfriend just sitting there while she's tripping. That's not just it, though. Like, mm-hmm. the party scene is important. Yeah, the apartment yeah. scene is important. That little fight All that they have, is too, is really yeah. important. Like, just because... I, I don't know, and I like that stuff, too, because, you know, I think it... I mean, everyone's going to have, like, their disagreements here and there. But, like, I, I, I think the relationship can be... A, some points unfair to both of them because obviously like she deserves someone better but also like I think it's a little unfair that he was just thrown into this situation I get that her parents died I understand that and that's like that's messed up and like yeah and mm-hmm. totally you know she needs someone by her side but it's also like hey this dude who was just in like a just a typical college relationship that he was like, yeah, you need to end this, but doesn't know how to, mm-hmm. now has to, like, basically be there for her, and obviously he just is not, like, prepared for that at all. I mean... <laughs> like, he is not equipped for this, and, like, mm-hmm. what is he supposed to do? Break up with her? He can't. He literally can't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm like, I, well, oh, yeah, you know, he's a great... No, because, you know, then... I don't know how many months go by. They don't really say, but just based on the seasons, it's like, okay, about three months have gone by, and they go on this trip... He's still, he's not that great. You know, obviously he's, like, a terrible guy to her because he doesn't really, he's never there for her. He never really, like, gives up on certain things for her. So he's not a good dude. But I'm saying just that initial part at the beginning, which is kind of important, Mm -hmm. you're telling, like, this dude is not ready for this, and what do you do? I didn't think he was, like, blatantly horrible because all those other guys he was with, I would argue, were worse than him. Well, yeah. Other than, like, Pele, I can't remember that guy's name. Pele, like, all the other guys are worse. I think you didn't really, as an audience, like, you didn't know he was, like, actually, like, 
a dick up until he was willing to like stab his friend in the back and do his thesis there too. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the defining moment where like, okay, he is like a, a shitty guy. Because yeah. I would then, like, like I've seen so doofus. many relationships like that. Like I've I've met and know so many people who have relationships like that where like it's just kind of like two people who just kind of go through the motions and they're not like actually putting in the effort to be emotional mm-hmm. together, you know? And so I was kind of like, okay, like I know what that's like and I understand. That was really shocking. But it wasn't up in, like, <laughs> you know? And so I wasn't like, oh, this guy's evil or she's are bad. I'm like, they both kind of suck because they're both not bringing that to the table. Well, well, that's what I mean. Like, though. they're it's not like both, they, neither of them are really being real They both should have already ended the relationship and then yeah. it's like, then her parents die and they both have to stick with each other literally mm-hmm. because she won't have anyone else. She's an, they never show her with any other girls in the movie either. And it's She's obvious that she with has. Him. And so, like, it's kind of like a where is the attachment? Where is, like, your... You're, if she's not clinging to her parents or her sister with issues, like she has to cling to this group of friends that don't care about her. They're all yeah. detached from her. Because she's obviously so, got like social anxiety. Now that she's there, and they're like, "Wow, yeah, these people are detached from me." Like, I have to cling to. I'm clinging to this cult. <laughs> you know, they're my family. So, what are those beautiful smells coming out of nowhere? <laughs> um. Any, any other thoughts on Midsummer? I'm sure we could do a three-hour podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, let's, Chloe let's do could, that. We'll do a let's Chloe cut going. where it's just Chloe still talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, oh, you guys God. are, like, sleeping. I'm just here just talking to myself mm-hmm. about it. I don't know. I think I've dispensed all the, like, theories I thought about after. And, I mean, I'm sure you got more, but, like... Um, Actually, not really. As far as I've looked into it, there's not a ton of theorizing. Because, overall, I think it's a pretty straightforward movie. Most of the theories I've seen are the timing of the rituals and the timing of, like, the burning of the temple and the people jumping off the, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Otherwise, I think it's just a cult that kills people. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, at a point, I start asking, like, stupid questions like, well, how do they get away with this over and over again? I get that they have no phone service, but these many people just can't keep disappearing. It's the same area, general area that they're going to, but... That's just a dumb question. Like, why even ask well, that? And is, you could answer it too. Yeah, like yeah, I guess they kind of talk that. about it in the movie. Like, um, I don't think they were ever like I don't think they gave their families exact locations of where they were going. Because like, um, Will Poulter was talking about like, oh, we gotta hit up Stockholm before we go north. Mm-hmm. And Pelle was like, we're not even gonna be near Stockholm. Like, that's way south. So, like, he obviously had no idea where they were going. So that makes mm-hmm. me think the rest of the group didn't really have a good idea. Mm-hmm. And that might have been purposeful from Pelle. Yeah, I suppose the other people who showed up, the other two with a brother, were kind of like, oh, yeah, like, we're, like, free spirit backpackers mm-hmm. across Europe. Mm-hmm. We're going to so go check out this. Like they kind of like hippies, but so even those typical, the they're millennials who don't want people to know where they're going yeah. anyway. They think they're being free spirited. Yeah. I feel like Josh, the anthropology major guy i feel like he would have done research on the place and like where it is just for his paper alone well and later on when they're talking about doing the thesis pele says that they can do their thesis on here but they can't use the exact location they can't even allude to where they are they can't use any names they can't use any anything identifying of this area so i think that's another way to protect themselves they don't 
like they're not main. Nobody really knows where they are. That part doesn't even matter though because they're gonna kill them. Well, that part that's what I think. uh, For one, I think it's to kind of fool them in general Mm -hmm. because you can't just be like you're not writing the thesis and they're like what not and then he just smiles like you can't do that but mm-hmm. it tricks the audience too because well, I, I kind of was already guessing like, well they're all going to die but like there was a part of me that was like maybe some of them are going to actually make it out because like well just because they kept saying yeah you can do it and you can't write about it and it's like well that's suspicious that they can't write about the people and such but it's like yeah but mm-hmm. but, but if he but if they were just like, yeah, you could write about it and just be chill about it, but they know they're going to die, why do they have to make that stingy rule about it? Right. Well, yeah. But still, it's like, it's tricking the audience. It really is, because it makes you second guess. You're like, well, oh, maybe maybe when they had those elders jump off, but maybe that's not an indication they're going to kill everyone else. And honestly, that's what I mean. There was a part of me that kind of was hoping that's what the movie was going to do. Like, was it going to kill everyone? Or, like, when those people, the couple wanted to, like, leave right away, I actually thought... Well, you know, what if, like, for the first time in a horror movie ever, when someone, you know, because usually no one ever wants to leave the haunted house, but these people are like, no, we're leaving the haunted house. And what if they actually got out of the haunted house? I was like, that's kind of interesting, because they don't really do that. But people would have been like, that's boring, and you're right. I write boring movies. <laughs> My movie's about, there There was a slasher guy, but they left early. <laughs> <laughs> well, Creep, you know, makes out. And the slasher mm-hmm. follows him. Oh, that's yeah. true. Like, he's yeah. just like... Yeah, yeah. so, about. like, in <laughs> horror movies where they do make it out, the slasher's just like... Typically for All right, slasher. I'll no, yeah. go I to just, your I house. just want, like, the first 20 minutes is just, like, the slasher's fought, like, chasing after them, and they just get away. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, darn and it. And then, the, like, the, the other two hours is just... <laughs> I'm chilling. Talking just about like, it. <laughs> oh, I almost got him. <laughs> well, <laughs> I want to I see the first 30 minutes of this movie where they actually do drag Pele to Stockholm like they're like we're not going to Stockholm it's like oh dude I've never been to Europe we are going to Stockholm and it's like they start playing vacation uh, like, and it's just like real fun and, and they're like taking, and they're, but like they're taking pictures like all happy it's the only happy parts of the movie and every picture Pele's in the background just annoyed like it's, a, it's like the, I can't hey, wait to kill them they miss the festival like, it's fine we'll get there the day after the festival we'll get all the cheap stuff they just the get there food. and there's like smoke coming from the background from that yeah. building and like he's like Star- they were like four people short and they're all pissed at Pele. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't get him here. Oh my god, what if like the ghosts and like the crops are dying and there's like ghosts everywhere and they're like, Pele, this is all your fault! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did just, do the sacrifice right! I can just picture like the end credits of uh, The Hangover, but it's this and like you said, it's just Pele, like really disappointed. Yeah, just the pissed the whole time. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm speaking of like th- that trailer, which very similar to this movie was uh, the one, well, not, just the idea in general, but, like, that girl's getting married to that family, but then they find out, it's like, oh, but we're sacrificing you, because that's what we do in this family. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping, because they're, like, saying they have to do it as part of some ritual, otherwise something bad will happen. Mm -hmm. I hope that movie actually ends with her, like, getting away, but then something actually bad happens. (laughs) Yeah, because then, like, everything goes to shit. And it's such a good, surprising ending. Because doesn't, like, don't, doesn't the world end at the end? Like, the world ends, right? Essentially. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They don't I show think they exactly show like a happens. giant hand come out of the ground. Yeah, or something, they don't right? show like the world ending, but it's heavily implied. Yeah. Like, there can't be a sequel Hell to that good. movie. It's like, no, well, they, they failed. They did that <laughs> with the first season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. It ends with basically them losing and evil takes over the world. And it ends, the season ends with that. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? Like, like, And they're okay with it. And the, the, the second season begins with like 
them like partying in like Florida while mm. the world is ending, <laughs> yeah. and like zombie, like 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 deadites show up, and then they're like, oh, I guess we should like we go back something. to the cabin, <laughs> I guess, and like it's weird, yeah, but it's cool. Do, do when evil wins. I can't believe they're doing season four. Are they? Yeah. Really? It got canceled. Dude, there was a cliffhanger at the end. They, yeah, yeah it got canceled. But they, I heard it got like canceled. recent really? after the mo- after way after season three got released. Really? Season three was released like six Aww. months ago, and <laughs> then lame. this was like a couple months ago that recently it was announced. You should you should have not told him. You should have him yeah, just waiting years. Like, Sorry, man. Can't no, wait. It was a season... cool ass ending, just but wait. don't worry. I'm still waiting for season five of My Name Is Earl. It's all good. They they ended that on a cliffhanger too, so it's all good. Uh, you guys ready for last movie on Earth? Unless yeah, you want to say anything else about Midsummer. I mean, star ratings. I, I I give it three and a half out of five. I gave it three, five, seven. Wow, Chloe scale seven. Chloe scale, it's like a two. It's still actually kind of small on the Chloe scale. Yeah, I know. You're usually up in the fifteen, sixteen. Seven hundred. Seven. I'm too lazy. I can't ruin it. It's just. It's a perfect movie, guys. Go watch it. But see the Justin cut coming whenever it's on Blu-ray. I'm seriously gonna do that. Like, don't let me forget. Like, let me remember that. Okay. Set a reminder on your phone for like how many months? Like four months when the movie <laughs> Dude, comes out. The, my reminder, like, alarm will be vacations. <laughs> Justin, it is time to do Midsummer Vacation. <laughs> like, I'm. I seriously, because that would be so easy, so easy to do, and I could post it real quick and just be like. What do you think? And then everyone's gonna be like mad at me for doing it. And I'm like, look, I don't even agree with How this. How many edit. people, do, if you pause it, would actually be like, okay, I'm gonna watch this edit of Midsummer? I I think here's the thing. I think there is. Well, the people who saw it already, when who didn't like the movie, I don't think are gonna want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I think some people, people that don't exist. People who thought it was slow, I wonder if they'd be more interested because. I just wonder, but I guess I don't know how much of the movie it'll cut out, because I'm thinking it'll cut out an hour, but I almost wonder if that beginning stuff is, like, only, like, half an hour, so the movie would still be, like, two hours long, which I still don't the think The very would beginning stuff, like, it, the family stuff is only, like, 20 minutes, I think. Yeah, I don't, so really I don't get how people don't... Well, the part where they do the drugs, so when they get to the country, and then they do the drugs, and they walk through the forest, I wonder if all of that combined, I wonder if that's, like, about an hour, because it felt like... Just based on how the movie, you know, went along, it felt like that could have been an hour, but I'm not sure. But I kind of just want to see, because I want to just open it where it's like, they're walking into the compound, or the com- the commune, and it just starts there. But then you wouldn't get those, like, Stanley Kubrick-esque shots. I, I don't need those, because so nice. I watch Stanley Kubrick movies instead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm those, kidding. The, when they're in the car and the camera, like... Hands I upside down. Don't like that. Really? I, I was hate, so into that. Like, it looks cool, but I hate it. upside down shots. And I'm really glad he only does one in like each of his mm-hmm. movies because I really don't like them at all. Stanley Kubrick or in Midsummer? Ari Aster. He does it in Hereditary once mm-hmm. and Midsummer once. I, I I don't remember in Hereditary. See, <laughs> but I. It's like when the mom is walking it. down the hallway or something and it flips. Oh, okay. I hate it. But I, I, I mean, it. it looks cool. I just don't. I'm gonna do a non upside down cut for Chloe, <laughs> where it just cuts out that one <laughs> upside down shot, and people are like, was this even a different cut? It takes 20 minutes out of the movie. It's like, how dare you cut out the best shot in the movie? I'm like, surprised the whole movie was upside down. To be honest, I don't really like them either, because it always just feels like, I, I feel like we, it's kind of, I don't know, it just, like, it feels so cliche. It's like, unnecessarily I've seen it. jarring for no reason. And it's like, look, 
there's something astray going on. And I'm like, like well, yeah. Because no one wants to see a normal car driving down the road. I, I like that. What? It's just a boring-ass car driving down the road. I I that it was, it was even like, it wasn't like it was a car like, like, like driving, driving through Minnesota. At least flip it upside down for me. I'm going to do it like, I've seen Minnesota. I haven't seen Minnesota upside down. With like a popsicle stick, and I'm going to go... You know, like it's driving down the road. I'll be like, there, is that interesting? Just this last minute in this podcast, whoever's listening to this is going to hate us because there's like five conversations going on. That's true. That's okay. great. Let's go to the last movie on Earth. All right. All right. <laughs> we're just not. Like, we're like, eh, okay. okay. We'll do it if we have to. Uh, if you want to hear the score real quick, uh, we have, um, we got a Hunter at uh, 58. We have Justin at 52. Chloe's at... I can't figure out. I don't know if that's a point or not. Uh, 37. I say count it as a point. <laughs> and we have Zach at 36. I don't know why I'm having trouble. Wait, what's Chloe that. at? What? What's Chloe at? 37. <laughs> She's still beating you, but I don't know why I couldn't add that for a second. I was like, am I dumb? Like... I have to write these down again. I can't add. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh. What are you laughing at? <laughs> How's it going? That's gonna be the best part of the podcast ah, where just people are laughing in the background. Like, like what are they laughing? Like nothing uh, happened. I promise you, there was nothing that just happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's way funnier for you, I think, than it is for me. You'd edit this out. <laughs> it was just on my tablet. What? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Uh, okay. Um. All right. Are we gonna edit that little bit out? Yeah. Well, okay. Cool. <laughs> I, we'll edit um, out the random laughter. Let's unless, start unless I forget. I hope we. Yeah. I forget. So then it's just we're talking about it right now. If but. we say it really loud, <clears throat> it'll trigger you. Justin, cut that part out. Cut out the laughter. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna describe the game. If you haven't uh, listened to this podcast before, we'd like to play a little game called Last Movie on Earth, where we guess the last movie that we all watched. One person will list or describe the last movie that they saw, while everyone else. Tries to guess. If they guess it, that person gets a point. If no one guesses it, then the person who's um, uh, listing off their movie gets two points. And these points get added episode to episode to a score that Justin just. Did you tell us what yeah, the score was? Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Who wants Before to go first? There when I, was trying to add. I was looking at my movie. Okay. Um, who wants to go? I'll go. Okay. A couple travels to. Is Rome. it midsummer? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Was I supposed to let her finish? Did everyone else know it was going to be midsummer? No, I didn't know. I did. I figured you guys would watch something since then. I just suppose it was only like Thursday, yeah. wasn't it? We saw it nine a.m. today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, today. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot it was today. You could have lied, but no. It's, My phone died, and I'm, it was I'm, the only I'm thing I could I'm proud of you for sticking with it. <laughs> The story chronicles the adventures of a group of explorers who make use of newly discovered oh, a newly discovered wormhole to surpass the limitations of human space travel and conquer the vast distances of space. Uh, yeah, interstellar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Pretty good enough. Kept wanting to say Inception. What do you think? It was good. Yeah? yeah. When did you watch it? it? You were at work. 
I was on. Oh, yeah. It was like, okay. you know what? I, I, I'm so glad that you watched it because now you can watch all the interstellar memes online and laugh along with the world. Them. This is the first time you saw an interstellar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Have you ever seen the interstellar memes where it's like something spinning and then they start playing that dun, 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 like that music? Mm. What, how many stars? Hmm? How many stars would you give it? Um, oh, one. like four. Yeah. Four? Yeah. Yeah. Four. Four star movie. Good. It's such mm-hmm. a good movie. Uh, yeah, I didn't see them in theaters. I didn't I was going to see it with someone, and then they kept telling me, no, wait to see it with me, and then that person never got back to me about seeing it, and then I just never saw it in theaters. It wasn't me. You're looking it at was me not like, you. We were no. not talking about No, no, it was <laughs> not you. You're just looking at me like, Hunter. It was not. It was <laughs> you piece of shit. college. Someone. Just <sighs> another brick to the wall. I don't know. All in all. We've all um, been there. Okay, here we go. So... Uh, bullied by his siblings and nagged by his parents, 11-year-old Preston is fed up with his family, especially their frugality. Okay. But he gets Fru- his Frugality? I don't know. Is that how you say it? F-R-U-G-A-L-I-T-Y? Yeah. Yeah, frugality. Okay. Uh, I've, ne- I just, I've never seen it. Uh, but he gets his chance to teach him a lesson when a money-laundering criminal nearly bulldozes Preston with his car and gives the boy a blank check as compensation. Preston makes the check out for $1 million. It goes in a spending spree he'll never forget. Maybe now his family will take him seriously. I can hate. How have you not gotten this already? I, I said the title. Million Dollar Baby? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> By director Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only thing I could think of. 1994. It was filmed in 1994 uh, with a with a child actor named Brian Bonsall, and it uh, was directed by Rupert Wainwright. I, wait, what? I, wait. Okay, I saw. Oh it. my God, he bulldozes Preston with his car, and then as compensation, he gives the boy a blank check as compensation. Obviously, no one's seen it, Justin. I know, but I've posted <laughs> about it, and it's literally written on my wall. Like, how have you not figured this out? Oh, blank check. God dang it. <laughs> blank check. I thought you were going to guess I've never right heard away. of that movie, no. I do remember you posting something about with that sign. I thought this sign. was like one of those things where like, I, I thought oh, you all knew I saw it already, and I was like, well, this is going to go quick. Yeah. And you all just... I was like, blank check. I was like... <laughs> I wrote it yesterday. No, You're like pointing at it. No one's doing it. Check. Well, I was like, million dollar baby. I've laughing. never heard of yet. Million dollar baby. Do you know what million dollar baby is? No, no. That's I the movie. <laughs> that was great that you said That's it. Super funny. You, wow. said that, you said it was in the title. That's what you said. I know what. This is Zach's review thinking. after he comes out of the theater and he's like, you know, that was not about a million dollar baby. <laughs> I was so annoyed. thinking million dollar baby too, but then I was like, I'm not gonna say it. Cause. You, know you said million, I'm like, there's no way it's million dollar baby. <laughs> oh, and don't worry. Like, also, if you want the uh, quick review of it, it's the worst. Like, I kept this, thinking Richie Rich, but that's, that's what I thought. I was thinking Home Alone. It's, it's, it, they're all like, it started it's out like a John rip-off. Hughes movie, maybe, but. Terrible. It is terrible. It is. I've never heard of it. It's a so. Disney movie, and it's like one of the worst. It's so. It was a Patreon request, mm. and it is one of the worst. It is so bad. Blank check. I couldn't believe, like, as watching it, I'm like, I can't. I just. It's like they saw Home Alone. And they're like, I just. They like, I just don't get Home Alone. So let's try it ourselves. And I'm like, dude, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Hunters. I want to hear hunters. Hunty boy. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> you know, you should go write yours Something on the wall, really and then we'll all. It's uh obscure. 
Do I have a chance? A rock band becomes trapped in a secluded cave. You know what? I told you. No, no, no. There needs to be a new rule. Global, you can't keep watching Green Room and Evil Dead 2. I can, and I will. It's either those two or Scott Pilgrim, pretty much. The three I revisit. Tell us what you thought about Green Room. It was awesome. No, Just as always. Room, you know, remind me, did we do a podcast on Green Room? Yeah. I think we did, right? No, we didn't nope, do we a... talk about it a lot, though. But Let's do an episode. Wait, wait, we never we did. did. Not an episode. We had but why did, I wa- why did I specifically watch the movie? Because we had all watched it and talked about it on the podcast so but much. we hardly do that. We, we hardly, like, like I hardly, it. like, oh, I have to watch this movie. Pretty much that one and then uh, the good guys. That's so weird. We never did watch it. Never like, did. We have to do one on that. Right do you not? And we, we don't have to. We like, should because we talk about it so I much. I would. Uh, and we'll if we did, podcast. I would like to do a weird episode. If we did Green Room versus nice Murder guys. Party. Oh, I would absolutely. do that because they're so different. In Honestly, I don't know. I actually. Yeah. Why did we all? We all sat down and watched Murder Party together, which rarely yeah. happens. Where we all actually watched it because we were like leaving, and then, and then we were like, "Let's watch Murder Party." Watch Murder Party, and it was incredible. It was like the greatest movie ever. Because like we did that with Creep. We did that with Creep because we were like, "Oh, it's Creep." Because I talked about it. You guys saw it. You loved it. Then Justin went and watched it. He said he loved it. Yeah. And then it just became like a Cinema Swamp cult favorite. And well, we did the Creep 2 episode too. And we did a Creep 2 episode. Specifically, not even like together. Like yep. it could have been together. It was its been. own episode, yeah. But well, we should do Murder you Party. Were, you watched Creep like a month or two before. Yeah, well, we did. I, we, we I just, just didn't think we'd do part two. I didn't think we'd do Creep 2. And then I watched it and I was like, well, we should do it. And then, uh, but we should do Murder Party. And we, we should do Tusk do on it. If we did, would they, what's, that would be crazy. What's the one you said earlier? Did you say the good guys? Or did you mean the you nice guys? The, the nice guys. Because okay. I always say the other guys on accident. I was like, I'm well, like, I'm like, the I, there might be something good. The guys, nice guys, yeah. How about October? We'll do like a big binge. A four-part episode really on Murder Party. I really think we should do horror movies of 2019. Because there's so many coming out yeah. this we'll year. We'll do that for like our Halloween. Do you guys ever go see mm-hmm. Child's Play? Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, it was good. That was actually I kind of enjoyed it. It was it's my, not it's great. It's my favorite Child's Play movie. It's it like was my like movie. the new angle they took for it. The oh, it's a robot instead of a you know being in, a, inherited by a person's soul. I'm like, yeah, you it's know, not possessed. It's at not. All. It's no. it's just a it's, yeah, robot. It's Terminator Chuck. Not on, like, not only that, but AI he actually. Bad. He actually has times where he kind of feels bad about what he did, and I was like, I'm kind of digging yeah, this. Like, really? I didn't like, I didn't like the explanation though, like of why he's like that. Well, just because, like well, because that one like guy is like, I will claim vengeance on you by this by making it messed up. I'm like, wait, what? That's what, like, I don't spill too much of it. This terrifies someone's family. I'm like, that's in like the first three. It doesn't even like okay. make sense. So it's kind of like when you think about it, you're like, that's kind of dumb. It's okay, kinda, it's kind of a throwaway. But, but yeah, the rest of it is real. Yeah, I'm actually okay. surprised, like how much I enjoy. Is it more in like storytelling good, or is it in like like scare and like mixture of like horror is good? The look of it's real cool. Yeah. Okay. The, and um. There's a great scene. Just the it's pro- got a good tone to it. The, like the progression of Chucky is good. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty awesome to it like. It makes him seem a lot more sympathetic. Yeah, almost like hmm. a human. Like he has emotions. It's you would it warrant like, like a sequel? Like, would you expect a child's play two? Just because there's been so like, many, two, two. They left it open to to the possibility, yeah. but I don't. Okay. They could play with the whole like because there's like a whole like consumer angle to it, where mm-hmm. at the end of the movie they're like, "We take no responsibility for this. This wasn't our fault." Like, they could if they did it from that guy's like point of view in the next movie, where he's like still trying to run this business, even though it's clear he shouldn't 
they should just stop what they're doing and they have the power to stop it but they're still selling mm-hmm. stuff and people are still buying and they're just like we just care about money is even it s- though- sorry yeah no but I mean like, I think that'd be interesting but well, is well, it still in theaters I think, uh, I yeah, think so. there was. I know there was a showing tonight for sure. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely it. do a horror twenty nineteen. Yeah, we can bring it up. I'd like to see the other Child's Play movies because honestly, I'd actually never seen any of the other ones. I saw the I first seen, one and yeah, regretted seeing the first one because it's so. Hard. I knew I know enough about it where I was like, yeah, the guy possesses the doll because like people were mad that oh why is it Robot Chucky. And I'm like, okay, but guy dying and then like putting his soul inside of a doll kind of doesn't make s- that makes less sense. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not saying that it's movies a whole ass animal franchise. But <laughs> it's fine. It's like I don't know. I I feel like that's not a good enough complaint for people to be mad about a change. Like I feel like you need some more, um, <laughs> a better reason than that to be like, oh, this is a dumb idea. I think every change they made in this movie compared to the original was positive. I don't think there well, was any... How about the doll itself? Because he didn't look very... Like, what if it was the original well, doll? I think it would have been like... Because this new doll, I don't see anybody buying this. Like, that's the only thing. But there was a humor to it. But we can be done with this there, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're just going on, but like, yeah. We just um, did a mini Child's Play episode. Well, Yeah. You know, laying out or I for, oh, I didn't know you guys saw it. I was like, I felt like I was the only one. I just went and saw it quick because I hear someone too. So I was like, all right, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Child's play wasn't bad. Aladdin, real good. Yeah. Midsummer, shit. <laughs> kidding. I will kidding. Right I'm kidding. Now. I actually liked it. I'm just saying that. I didn't see Toy Story four, but you guys all liked it. That's my favorite it. movie this year. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I, I think most people won't like it as much as I did, but I thought it was the best movie this year. I still want to go see it. But um, Blue Will Smith rapping was the best movie this year. Yeah. Not so fast, Jafar! I'm so mad. <laughs> there was a pause where it should have been. We should make a Zach cut of that movie. And just <laughs> we that. said that already, because we're like, yeah, we're not yeah, even going to cut my mouth <laughs> Not so fast, Jafar! <laughs> It's just the original animated voice, like, and mouth moving comes in. Well, well, how about that, Abu? I've never seen a horse with two rear ends. Abu! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, always beware of the cinema swamp. They should have sacrificed Jai Courtney. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the podcast. So, what did you think of Midsummer? Did you find the story to be enticing and the horror to be shocking? Or did you find yourself bored most of the time? Leave a comment on this episode, like our pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.